It takes faith to be diligent. It takes faith to trust God, to seek God. It takes faith to pray. But how much faith, you may ask? How much faith does it require for you to seek the Lord? The scripture references a verse that says that if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, that you can literally will be able to tell this mountain to be moved and it would move. So the Spirit of God is only asking you to have some faith. But most don't even have that. The, uh, a mustard seed is, is the smallest seed of seeds. But when it's planted and it grows, it produces one of the biggest trees that exists. Why would the Lord reference that? Because if you just have a little amount of faith and you're diligent about what you need to do, the fruit that it will produce is beyond your imagination. So prayer takes faith. Being diligent about your business takes faith. And God would even go as far as comparing an ant to the matter. Um, a few of us may know the scripture found in Proverbs 6, where it actually references an ant. It says to look unto the ant, consider its ways. A lot of us may just assume that that particular scripture is talking about being lazy in general. Lazy. Uh, as is as as the word being lazy but it's such more than that if you read the entire chapter of proverbs 6 it actually references a lot of things and it's one of the most significant scriptures in the bible because it actually explains the heart of god in certain matters and his perspectives and his requirements and the consequences of not filling or fulfilling them. So it's not just some proverb that you can just pass by and really not pay attention to it. It's actually one of the most important scriptures I believe that can be found in in the holy in the holy word consider your ways the lord 
brings to our attention. Look unto the ant. And it says to be wise. Why is he telling us to look at the ant? Well, look what he says. The ant, which having no guide, nor overseer or ruler, provides her meat in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. Meaning, this ant hath faith and believes that if she doesn't prepare, if she doesn't get her food ready, that she knows she's not going to survive. It knows its survival is dependent on its diligent in preparing for the future. And the Lord is saying the same thing. You profess to know I exist, but you don't prepare yourself in my presence in for my return. Or for the or for what is to come. Because prayer is evidence that sh- meaning if you are diligent about seeking the face of God, it proves that you have faith, it proves that you know what the future holds. So therefore you seek God for him to prepare you so that you can be ready for the future. An ant that has no soul, an ant that has no ruler, an ant that has no overseer does it on their own. And you have you have knowledge You have personal account and testimonies of the hand of God working in your life. You have evidence that God is real. You have evidence that the word of God is true. And yet you don't seek God. You know the word of God is true. He tells you what's going to happen. He tells you what you must do to be safe. And yet you still don't do it. You're sluggard. He's telling you you're lazy. It's not the fact that you don't believe. You're lazy, and 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 it's not just uh, it's not just a, a a funny type of lazy. No, it's a it's 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 a folding of the hands. And your destruction is imminent if you don't get right. If you don't repent of this type of laziness, of this type of unbelief, of this type of ignorance, purposeful ignorance. That your safety, your security, your future, your pleasure, your peace, your joy is found in Jesus, in his presence alone. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provides her meat. 
in the summer and gatherest her food in the harvest. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will thou arise out of thy sleep? God is telling you like, hey, you're blind. You're, you have eyes, but you see not. When will you wake up? When will you come out of your deception? Yet the little sleep and a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth and one thy want as an armed man. A naughty or a worthless person, a wicked man walketh with a perverse mouth. A froward mouth, a perverse mouth. What, it, what are you saying? A perverse mouth is anything spoken out of faith. Meaning, God considers your doubt perverseness. God considers you not seeking his face perverseness because it shows pride. Insolence. Your, it shows willful pride thinking you can survive in this life disconnected from the vine. He considers this perverse. He goes even even to 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 describe the person who refuses to seek the face of God and his truth. He goes and says, he winketh with his eyes and speaketh with his feet. He teaches or points his fingers. <laughs> like he looks, he winks like as if nothing that the future holds is going to move him or move her. But God is saying, it's meant to move you and you will be moved if you're not stable in me if you're not holding on to the rock if you're not seeking the face of god if you're not grounded in the truth you will be moved god is not man to lie and he is promising that your world will be shaken and you will not be able to stand on that day if you continue to remain asleep not diligent, not being about the Father's business, not staying awake, not seeking God, not, not, not seeking His truth, not seeking to be transformed. But you're busy about other things. You shuffle with your feet. You're pointing the finger. You blame. You blame everything in this life but the fact that you are unstable the fact that you don't seek god but so every other problem that occurs because of your lack of obedience to, to in the lack of understanding that you need jesus you blame the devil you blame your circumstances you blame god as to why things are not working out frowardness is in his heart 
Frowardness is in your heart. That's verse 14, Proverbs 6, 14. Frowardness or perverseness is in the heart. He devises mischief continually. He soweth discord. When you don't seek God, when you don't, when you're not in the word of God, you sow discord um, between you and God. You have a separation between you and God. You're sowing discord between you and God and God's people. You're not being diligent. Your negligence of the presence and the word of God causes you to be separated from the people of God and the presence of God and God himself. Because you're out of, out of fellowship with God. So the word of God says that when you have fellowship, when you're walking in the truth, you have fellowship with him and one another. Meaning when you're not in the truth, you cannot have fellowship with God and with his people. And here you are pointing the finger and blaming everyone else in this life as to why you don't do this and don't do that. When you don't understand that if you have fellowship with the Lord, he gives you fellowship with his people. And if you don't, if you don't have fellowship with God, then he isolates you. And there is, you're sowing discord. You're having a separation between you and his people and God himself and look what and that's a dangerous place to be because it says it says therefore therefore his comment or his destruction shall come suddenly suddenly shall he brought shall she shall he or she be broken without remedy without remedy because don't you understand that when you're walking with the Lord and, he, and you have fellowship with Him and His people, when you face trials and tribulation and difficulties, His people, is, his people are available. God is available to rem remedy the situation. But you, life will fall apart because you're alone. You will feel alone and you will be alone. And there will be no one to help you because you refused to understand that God is the source, that Jesus is the source. Very important scriptures following this. These six things does the Lord hate, yet even seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look. An individual does not that does not seek God is full of pride because they believe they can be okay without God's intervention, without God's influence, without God's guidance, without God. You're not an ant. Without God, Without God's guidance and wisdom and leading and instruction and filling. You are a prideful individual. To even be compared to Lucifer himself. Who believed he could do 
good by himself, that he could do this on his own. He wanted to be God because that's what reveals when you don't seek God, it's because you believe you're God. You're not humble enough to realize you're completely dependent on the Lord. And outside of him, you can do nothing. But so God considers you to be prideful and he promises there will be abasement. He will there will be a fall. Because before fall comes pride. A lying tongue. You're professing to be a believer of Jesus Christ, yet you don't seek him. Don't you understand that your faith in Christ is connected to your fellowship with him? Your faith in Christ is defined by your communication with him. You can't have faith in Jesus if you don't talk to him. You can't have faith in Jesus if you don't know the will of God for your life. You can't have faith in Jesus if you don't communicate with the living God. That's the whole purpose of salvation. The veil was broken and we were given access to the throne of grace to go in boldly. And yet you don't. You don't have faith in Jesus. And God is telling you to repent. Be born again and seek the face of God. Hands that shed innocent blood. Because you don't seek God, you hate people. You despise others. You envy your jealousy. You're jealous. You, you envy. You despise individuals. You accuse. You don't forgive. You walk in anger and bitterness. You point the finger. You blame. You accuse. You shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. Because you don't seek the face of God or his word. You're controlled by your emotions and your feet and, and, and your thoughts and your beliefs that are completely contrary to the truth of God's word. You're controlled by them. You're consumed by them and you're guided by them. Feet that are swift to and run into mischief. Obviously, if you don't see God or his word, you are controlled by your temptations. You are slave to your world and to your thoughts and to your feelings and your emotions. And you're given into the temptation that's been created to destroy you. And unless you seek God with all your heart, you're running out of time. And your destruction is imminent. A false witness that speaks lies. Many people profess Christ. And many people profess faith in Jesus. But, that, but yet they don't seek the face of God, nor his word, nor know his will. Therefore, they're considered to be false witnesses. Because they're speaking out of their own hearts, not by the Spirit of God. If you profess faith in Christ and yet you do not obey Jesus... You do not seek Jesus, nor know his word or his will for your life. You are a false witness who speaks lies. God hates liars. And he that soweth discord among brethren, 
is one of the seven things that God hates. Are you sowing discord between you and God? Is there a separation? It's only a matter of time where he completely removes you because your ignorance of knowing that your security in Christ is founded on the premises that you seek the face of God, that you know his truth, that you're led by his spirit, that, that you're walking in the truth, doing the truth, being transformed and changed unto his likeness. If you don't, then you got to ask yourself if you're in the faith. Make the evaluation, repent of the deception, and live. Or remain the same, ignore it. Unto your death. Jesus is coming back for those who know him, those who love him, those who obey him, those who follow him, those who know his voice and follow him. He's coming back for his chosen, his church. Are you amongst them? Seek the Lord while he may be found. In the name of Jesus.